the Practical Prophetic, where prophetic ministry is made practical. I'm Beth Wingate, I'm your host, and welcome to the podcast. On our podcast today, we are going to talk about your signature. You may be wondering what this is about, and I will explain it as we go. There's a lot to unpack, but I'm going to start us with our foundation scripture found in Matthew 537. And it says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. For whatever is more than these is from the evil one. That's a pretty strong scripture. And this scripture is found in the Sermon on the Mount, dealing with oaths and the section that deals with oaths. And so, of course, it's talking about not making, you know, wild oaths, but it's also illustrating a principle that can help you practically in your everyday life. And this is something that I have seen throughout my time in ministry, especially, but also in the workplace and and with relationships with other people, especially in social situations, that this could really help you if you allow it to help you. This is a principle from the Bible that can help you in your everyday life to have success in life, to have abundant life. So I want to walk through this with you. So let your yes be yes and your no be no. By the way, this is something that my mom said to us all the time growing up, and now this is something that I say to my kids. And so the trouble lies in the maybes. And let me explain this as we go. So number one, integrity. Integrity is important. You need to be honest. You need to be truthful. And really what this is saying is you need to be authentic. Some people, though, have trouble with that because they don't have a strong identity, and that's the problem. We can deal with the foundation problem right here. A lot of people don't have a strong identity of knowing who they are in Christ. One of the reasons you remedy that, of course, is to be born again, but even people who are born again sometimes struggle in the area of identity and knowing who they are in Christ. And you can get that simply by getting in the Word. I mean, I sound like a broken record. I always say this, you know, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Jesus is the Word. That is a foundational revelation. Once you understand that Jesus is the Word, that God is speaking to us every day through His Bible, that's the primary way that God speaks to us. I can talk about the prophetic all day long. I love it. But the most prophetic book we have is the Bible, because that's the primary way that the Lord is speaking to us. And so we have to get in the Word. We have to study the Word. We have to read the Word to be familiar with the Word, to know the Word. And that's how we know the heart of God. And that's how we know what God is saying to us. And so in order to know who you are in Christ, you have to first know Christ. And we do that very simply through the Word, through prayer, through worship, through spending time with the Lord. It's not about religion. It's about relationship. How can you be authentic if you don't even know who you are? You know, I've heard a lot of people in church through the years. It was a popular thing in the early 2000s to talk about the mask and taking the mask off. And really, that's fine, though. What they're saying is you need to be authentic. You don't need to be fake. We have to be real. Let's look at our culture today. We have this Instagram, Facebook, social media culture. And now with Snapchat and all these different social media platforms, you have filters. 
And a lot of people, there's even jokes about it that uh, my neighbor one time posted a joke and it said, uh, it was like a little funny thing on the internet and it said people won't be able to find you if you go missing because you in real life look nothing like all your profile pictures <laughs> you know they have all these filters that can make you look like a movie star but it's not authentic people have trouble today being authentic because really instagram is like a perfect posed picture and it's not really rooted in reality reality is sometimes just not perfect Frankly, it can be messy. I mean, especially some of you that have children know you can have your children fixed up perfect for the perfect photograph for Easter. And then, you know, something will happen. They'll spill something or they'll get sick or whatever. And the and the dis- outfit is destroyed. And so there goes your perfect image that you had planned out to put on social media. You know, this is our Easter picture. And so we need to be authentic. We need to be honest But we have to do that by being rooted in Him. And you have to know who you are in Christ. But first you have to know Christ. Then you can really understand who you are in Christ. And that's a lifelong journey. That's not something somebody can teach you in one sermon or one podcast or even uh, a class. That's a lifelong journey of knowing who you are in Christ. And that's something that you go on this journey with the Lord as you spend time in His Word. And the Holy Spirit is your counselor and teacher. People can teach you as much as they you know, would like to. You can read books. You can do workbooks. You can do all of those things. But really, really knowing who you are in Christ is a journey you go on with the Holy Spirit as you investigate God's Word for yourself, as you get into God's word. So that that's really my first point is to be honest and truthful. You know, a partial truth is called an omission and omit an omission is a, is a lie. It's one of the definitions of a lie. There's a lie of omission. It's where you leave out some of the truth. And there's a lot of people living this omission lifestyle where they have a partial truth presented of who they are. And so we need to be authentic. Uh, there's an underlying principle in this let your yes be yes and your no be no scripture that we need to grab hold of. And that's first of all, to be authentic. Okay, number two, the truth always comes out. Always. Truth is like a light that shines in the darkness and you cannot get rid of it. The truth may be slow. The truth may not come as quick as we want it to come, but the truth always wins out at the end of the day. It shines a light on situations and the truth illuminates no matter what's going on. And so you have to trust the truth. It's always better to be upfront and honest. Always. Sometimes the truth is not comfortable. Sometimes the truth may hurt your feelings. Sometimes the truth may not be what you wanted to hear. But in the long run, the truth always wins out. I just want to throw that nugget out there. I want to speak to a minute about uh, commitments. This let your yes be yes and your no be no. I want to look at this from two sides of the coin dealing with commitment, because this is something that you can use practically in your everyday life, especially I've seen this in church, but I've also seen it in the workplace and other types of situations with people. So, for example, there are people who they're living this this life that's not 100% authentic because they're not rooted and have a strong identity in Christ. They're not confident in their self. And so they are people pleasers. And they say yes to 
everything, <laughs> especially maybe in church. Maybe you want to to uh, please the staff members of the church or the people that go to the church. And so you just say yes to everything. Uh, we need somebody to work the nursery. I can do it. We need somebody to do this. I can do it. I'll do it. I got it. I, I'll do it. You know, you sign up for everything and you're running around and you burn yourself out. I've seen people get the burnout and things like this. And that's because they want to please everyone. Well, part of that is because you don't have a strong identity. That's because you're, you're grasping at things to try to please people and to, and to win approval and affirmation from people. But really, ultimately, approval and affirmation can only come from the Lord. Yes, you can get that encouragement from other believers. Yes, you can get that from other people. But deep inside where it really counts, that can really only come from the Lord. And so you need to remember that. But let's look at the other side of the coin. Then there's these other people who will make commitments and say yes, but you cannot depend on them. And so you're like, oh, he told me he would be here. You know, he signed up to help us clean the church or, you know, do whatever, set up for something or, you know, whatever the case may be. And you just cannot depend on them. They, they, they will abandon you when you need them the most. They, you know, they had good intentions because there again, they're not being authentic and they wanted to please people. They want approval. They want that affirmation. But it was kind of a verbal only commitment. And then they don't follow through. And so, you know, you have to deal with people like that in church. They'll tell you, oh, you can count on me, <laughs> you know. And then when it comes time, they don't show up, you know. And they're, oh, no, then everybody's in a bind. You know, I've been in church situations where, you know, you come in the door at church and, you know, whoever's in charge is like frantic and they're and they're like, oh, my goodness, uh, so and so didn't show up. Can you help us? <laughs> You're like, oh, I didn't plan on this, but OK, here I am. And they jump in there, roll up their sleeves and do whatever's asked of them. And so this is important to who you are in Christ. And this really is something that can help you in your everyday life. Are you the kind of person who when you give your word People can take it to the bank. Let me just give you an example on this. I have learned a long time ago not to make empty promises. I'm actually a little funny about this. I will be very specific with my words. I will either tell people, yes, I can commit to X, Y, Z, you know, whatever it is, especially when it involves ministry or church, although I was the same way in the business world in my social world, you know, things like that. Or I will say, no, I can't do that. I'm sorry. Or I will qualify it. And I'll say, well, let me get back to you. I'm not sure, you know, whatever the circumstance is, and I will let you know. And then I'm very good to follow through with that and let people know. This is important to who you are as a person, who your character is. And this is really where I want to take this entire podcast today. I had to set the foundation with let your yes be yes and your no be no. Why is that so important? And why is not doing that connected to evil? Well, let me talk about that. When you are faced with decisions, a lot of people do not know how to think critically. Let's say you have a major decision 
in front of you. You need to be able to think critically. You need to be able to apply God's word to a situation. You need to be able to look at the pros and cons or to look at the two columns that say, hey, does this bring life and life more abundantly or does this kill still and destroy? You need to look at the big picture. Then you need to pray about it. You need to put some thought and some process into what you're doing. Maybe seek wise counsel. And then you need to know how to respond. And then you need to be able to back that up. That's part of being able to let your yes be yes and your no be no. You need to have the the tools in your toolbox to be able to make quality decisions. And that can be something as simple as volunteering for a position at church. You need to be able to allow the Holy Spirit to lead that process and lead you as to who you are in your identity so that when you say, yes, I will do this, I will lead a small group or I will do this or do that, that people can depend on you. Why is that important? Because your integrity is important. You are a representative of Christ here on the earth. Paul says we are living tabernacles. Well, what is a tabernacle? A tabernacle is a place that the Lord comes to dwell to meet with his people. And so you are a representative of heaven here on the earth. You are a little piece of heaven with the Holy Spirit living inside of you everywhere you go. And your integrity matters. It matters that you're authentic, that you're honest, that people can count on you. Let me talk about that for just a minute. So whenever we have our signature, this is getting back to the title of this podcast. When you have a document, let's say maybe you're taking out a loan on a car or a house or or something of that nature, you will put your signature at the bottom of the page. Now, why do we do that? That's a very interesting conversation. Uh, There's a rabbi that I like to listen to, and he's talked about this in his podcast before. He's talked about this before, and I think this is so powerful. If you look at the word signature, you will see inside of that word two separate words, sign and nature. Let me talk about that for just a minute, because this is really powerful. And the next time you have to sign your name on a document, I hope you will think about this. Why do we put our signature on a document? Well, that means that we are coming into agreement with whatever is on that piece of paper representing a type of a covenant. And it means we're coming into agreement and we're giving the very sign of our nature to back up that agreement. Oh, my goodness. In the ancient world, they would use blood. You've heard of like Indian blood brothers. Or they would use a seal. They would take a document, they would put a drop of wax on it, and then they would have usually an insignia ring that would put a seal into the wax so that no one would break that seal as it was being uh, delivered to the person intended except for the person intended. And if the seal had been broken, then you knew that that covenant had been broken or exposed or whatever the case may be. So that was a sign of a covenant. Well, your signature is a sign of your nature. Oh, my goodness. So when you say yes, you are agreeing to whatever is before you. And it is just as strong as a signature on an important legal document. And we need to remember that. We need to be people of integrity. We need to be people of our word. This is something so 
practical. I'm just going to spend a few minutes giving you some examples. So one time we went to church and they were having like a, a uh, an event for children in the community and they had taken the time to set up tables and and all these different machines and events you know they had like a popcorn machine and cotton candy and you know whatever drinks and things like that and the people who had signed up to work they didn't show up well i came there with my children ready to just be you know in the audience and participate but when i got there i saw the pastor and uh his family doing all the volunteer positions and i thought to myself wait a minute um they they should be able to this is his opportunity to visit with people to you know introduce himself to visitors and you know the pastor needs to be able to to go mingle with people him and his family and so i was like wait what so i walked up to the the pastor's family and i was like hey are you do you guys need some help <laughs> you know and of course they were like thank you do you mind you know so of course i jumped in and and helped and and then i ended up tapping a few people to help but you know that person who had committed to that volunteer position, really, they don't realize by not letting their yes be yes and their no be no, there was a chain event effect that happened after that. And that could have been the very thing that kept the pastor from talking to a visitor who really needs to, uh, you know, come to church to hear about the Lord to have a relationship with the Lord and so it's important I know that's maybe an extreme example or you may think that's a silly example but it is important and so in the in matters of kingdom the kingdom of heaven we need to be serious about our commitment our oath so to speak especially in church we just need to be people of integrity this is part of what makes the kingdom of God the family of God, the church, it should be what makes us different. We need to be authentic. Don't be so quick to just say you'll do something. You need to be able to be committed and follow through with that. And then on the other hand, though, you know, you need to be decisive. You need to know what you believe. You need to know what you think. You need to make decisions with confidence. You need to investigate. You need to think critically. You need to pray about it. Seek counsel if it's a big decision. But once you make a decision, Make a decision. Don't live in the land of maybe or I don't know. Here's what will happen if you do that. Uh, this was a little game we used to play with our kids. We used to call it uh, moral or social dilemma. And we would run these little scenarios. And I love to hear the answers that the kids came up with because I, I really, you know, I wanted to know what they thought. Well, one time we were playing this game and a cousin of mine was with us and my mom did one of these with my cousin and he said you know and one of the questions i think what if you were presented with an opportunity to try a cigarette from a friend and um he was like well i don't know <laughs> i don't know what i would do i mean he was being honest in the moment but he really didn't know and so my mom was telling him the reason we play this game is because you need to know what you would do if you're not sure then your chances of giving in to social pressure are a lot greater you need to know in advance what you will do in a situation and that by the way that's a wonderful little game you can play with your kids i think it's a wonderful thing you can even do that yourself with some of your friends because you need to know how you're going to respond you need to be able to have a game plan going into certain social situations where 
You can be authentic. You can let your yes be yes and your no be no. And by the way, don't be afraid to say no. I have met a lot of people who are people pleasers, who don't want to offend anyone. They don't want to upset anyone. They don't want to rock the boat. They just want to go along to get along. And so they'll just, okay, (laughs) and they'll just do whatever. And so you're like, no, you need to be able to say no. I will recommend all the time the book Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud. It is a fantastic book, and it's about how and when to, you know, to how to say no in certain situations. Some people just are pushovers, and they they just allow other people to dominate them because they don't have a strong identity in Christ. So I just want to encourage you today in this podcast, just like putting a signature to a piece of paper, that's the sign of your nature. You need to let your yes be yes and your no be no. And don't give the enemy an opportunity to play in the land of maybe. Know who you are in Christ. Know what you believe. And then be willing to follow through with that by letting your yes be yes and your no be no. Have a blessed day. for listening to today's podcast. Please be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll be informed next time I post. Thank you again and have a blessed day.